Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. The HIV epidemic is not over. HIV is still here. The face of HIV is so diverse. The biggest thing to reduce HIV stigma is just to talk about it. Testing and PrEP and HIV treatment and how effective it is today. Undetectable equals untransmittable. Whether you're positive or negative, there's not a wrong door. Whether it's testing or whether it's treatment, do it for you, Montgomery County. Learn more about HIV testing, treatment, and prevention at doitforyoumc.org. Hey guys, and welcome to Five Yard Rush, your fantasy football podcast. Now here's your hosts, Stocks and Sparks. Have you missed us? I oh know we've missed you. We're back. How you doing, Sparky? I'm all good. It's been a while, fans. We're living the dream. Loads has gone on. I don't remember the last time we recorded, but we felt that we should grace you with our voices again. Sparky started a new business. I found out I'm having a baby. Blah, loads, loads and loads. So, yeah, five weeks, so much has happened. In fact, it's probably been longer because I imagine the draft has happened. Yeah, we've had a draft. The, the NFL draft, not just yeah. a random fantasy draft, but the NFL draft has happened. Some pretty big news in New York with Barkley going there. It's probably the most relevant bit of fantasy news. Yeah, we've been busy. We're planning our off-season. <laughs> yes, we have. We've We've gone mental. We've, well, we were going to start with the news, but... We might as well remind you all where we're at. So you can find us on Twitter and Instagram. It's at 5YardRush. Haven't posted in a while due to us both being insanely busy. But we're back on the grind. Yep. Looking forward to it. Exactly. We're getting a new studio. Yes. We'll, we say new studio. It's new to us. It's actually in Sparky's garage. We're moving out of my dining room and into a <laughs> purpose-built garage. <laughs> yeah. But hopefully it should provide us with a full term, obviously, at the moment I'm currently moving everything in and out of my dining room and with a baby on the way, it's not going to be the most professional thing to have a crying baby on the go. So we're moving into Sparky's garage, 
permanent base. Going to try and set up a webcam to do some more live shows. Get a bit of merch up on the walls. Exciting times. That's going to be in the proper season. But before then, shall we share what we've got planned? Ooh, suspense drop. Go on then. What have we got planned? So, we're going to start a Dynasty League. Yes, we are. Which we're all mega excited about. Yeah. So, quick note on that. We were doing it on Flea Flicker. Which is another, We I know we normally talk about using ESPN, that's the easiest way of doing fantasy football in my opinion. It, the app's pretty easy to use and yep. it's good looking as opposed to some of the other platforms. But we've just seen that a app called Sleeperbot looks even cleaner than Flea Flicker and offers really good features. So we're going to be sliding across to there. So once we've drafted and stuff like that, we'll let you know how it is to use and if it's worth setting up your own league there. And not only are we setting up a dynasty league... But in true five-yard fashion, yep. we're going full hog, determining draft order with a combine. You heard it. Yeah, now, I know what you're all thinking. These British amateurs have got zero skills. And no idea. And to be fair... We don't. Correct on both. <laughs> uh, but what we don't have in skills, we will definitely make up for in enthusiasm and uh, stupidity. Yes, we will. So, we've got everybody attempting to buy a football... We've got a load of drills set out, a bit like the Combine. We've purchased a flag football kit, so if we fancy a little five-on-five five action at the end of the Combine, rather than having full-on no-pad-or-helmet hits, <laughs> we're going to go for the flag football option, which I feel is safer, being one of the smaller members of the squad. <laughs> I, I don't fancy running into anybody. But yeah, so we're going for you know 40-yard rush, three-cone drill, bit of catching, throwing, punting. I know that's not in the combine, but we had to throw it in just to see how many people can't kick a football. We've got a couple of new guys coming on board as well. Stu from the Home Run Heroes. He's brought his friend Max in, who's a Giants fan. Haven't met him yet. We're going to meet him at the combine. He seems pretty like a good lad from the chat. And then my sister's partner, Nick, is also coming on board. He's a big Cardinals fan. I have met him. (laughs) And he's, he's quite... You know, he's in good shape, so he could be a threat to my number one pick at the Combine. <laughs> Have been discussing which pick is best in Dynasty. Um, got any thoughts on that, Sparky? Well, not well. Not for, the thing with Dynasty, we um, I haven't done it. Neither have I. Have you done one? No, I'm, I'm in two, my nah. two this year. We've done loads of mock drafts. Yeah. And we re- even we have a 10 or 12-man league. We keep proving that even at the bottom of the list, you still can end up with a really good team. Yep. Uh, so, to be honest, I'm not that bothered no. <laughs> which position I finish. I'm still quite confident I'll be a draft a fairly good side. Yeah, I mean, it's only it's only 10 teams, so the first 10 picks, if, if you look at any mock drafts or drafts at the moment, it's all running back heavy. The emphasis a little bit more goes on wide receiver, maybe, in a dynasty. Not so much Brown, because he's a little old, or Julio, but OBJ and Hopkins are both going to be up at least in the top 10. So I think, like you say, wherever you pick in a 10-man it doesn't really matter. You're gonna get you're gonna get a stud or two, and then it's how they fill the rest of the roster, which is that's pretty, the art. Yeah, that's the art. That's what we do or try to. So, have you, have you got anyone in mind that you wanna for the dynasty? Obviously, we've got a segment segment coming up where we're both gonna give you sort of a player and a sleeper from each position that we really like for redrafts. But for dynasty, have you got anyone you you know anyone you wanna snag? Good question. I guess with the dynasty thing, I'll probably be looking at. The kind of the guys in their second or third year, yeah, we have a closer look. But the guys, are obviously, rookies from last year that did really, really well, I'd definitely be trying to bag, especially the running backs. I'd definitely be trying to bag one or two of those if I could. Yep. So Funet served me very well last year. He'd probably be up there. Hunt doesn't catch it though. Yeah, but you know. <laughs> Just a quick question: How old's Le'Veon Bell? If you had to guess, twenty-six. Correct. 
I didn't think you were going to get that. He's not that old. No. Uh, it just depends what happens with his contract. Obviously, he's been franchise tagged and he could end up elsewhere next year, which could severely hamper his, as good as he is. I mean, you get stuck on the Jets or the Browns, you're not going to score as many points. Yep, true that. So, yeah, we've got our original league, the Red Zone Threat. We're starting a dynasty and we are going to do a listeners league, which is basically anyone who wants to join. And if it ends up being a 30, well, it's not going to be 32 team, but... It could be 16 team, which was pretty deep. So that could be exciting news as well. Got a few people lined up for that. Yeah. Now the news. The news. Yeah. So one of the guys in the news today was my top tight end prospect for this year. Not, you know, outside of the big three, probably. But unfortunately, Hunter Henry has gone down after tearing his ACL. And I imagine it's a season ender. Just get the whole season off, get right and be back next year. That's pants, isn't it? Yeah. Antonio Gates is now... He's gone all-time tight end reception touchdown leader. Hunter Henry had a huge workload in, in line. What with the Chargers looking to be legit this year, I think there could be a Super Bowl contender. And it's sad that Hunter Henry has, you know, he's going to miss the season. Whether they now get Antonio Gates out of retirement for another year, who knows? I don't even know who their backup tight end is at the moment. But that's a real shame. Real shame indeed. Now... We weren't going to talk about this, but you brought it up as my attention. And <laughs> oh, what have I said? Nothing, it's just the Carolina Panthers have been bought by oh, a chap yeah. called David Tepper. I think he's in the hedge funds, maybe oil. No, no, not oil, sorry. He is a hedge fund man. He's reportedly worth over $10 billion. And I think he bought the Panthers for $2.2 or $2.5 billion. Oh. Yeah, a small amount. Yeah, because I heard uh, that Peyton Manning was going to be a part of the people there yeah I'm not like, sure whether he'll be brought in at all or well, he's part of the ownership group so no well yeah I, I think a different group yeah the guys bought it on his own oh, okay. so whether or not he then brings Peyton Manning as a front office job I'm not sure I'm not sure that has any fantasy impact whatsoever just I guess the Panthers you know will the front office want to run things differently will they will Cam Newton's escapades be as well tolerated stuff like that but we have to wait and see on that um, that is legit all the news in front of me. <laughs> that was it. Because we've been so busy, we just haven't really got into... Well, it's the off-season. Yeah. There's not really anything, may- apart from injuries, there's not really that much majorly going on that's going to affect fantasy at this time of the year. No, absolutely not. It's more about being prepared and looking to next season and getting excited for it. Yeah. Um, we could have a quick chat, briefly, about uh, All or Nothing. Yep. Go on then. I've only seen the first five episodes of Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, I think there's only eight in this. Yeah, there is. Yeah, it's really good. It is really good, and it, it's extreme. Like, you know, it's very insightful. To see behind the scenes to see, you know, how they really do things, what it means to the players. You just don't always get that feeling sometimes. You know, you see like the way like Des struts around doing his own thing, but you can see deep down it, it does really bother him. He yeah. does want to be the best and he still believes himself to be the best. Yeah, absolutely. Gives you a really good insight into football in general as well. And if, yeah, how the coaches handle with all the problems they had, especially Dallas. You know, had a lot to cope with last year. Oh, it yeah. Obviously, it really affected them, which is a shame because they, they did look good. And mm. No wonder the cameras went there because they must have thought they had every chance to uh, become a bit of a jinx, actually. Yeah, <laughs> it has. It yeah. Is, yeah, it is good. It gives you an insight just as the general fantasy player as well. You get a bit more general football knowledge, which is always key. Yep. I mean, you picked out a few defensive players like Lawrence and Lee. I mean, Oh, it's immense. You just don't hear about them playing general fantasy, especially yeah. if you don't do IDPs, which we don't yet. But I do know if he's injured, I am never picking <laughs> <laughs> the Cowboys. Yeah. Because he is 
Mark one man, but he's integral to stopping near enough everything. Yes, he is. And organising it all. And he's a good captain as well, from all or nothing. You can see he's really passionate about being a cowboy and stuff, which is really nice to see. The other thing on that, just yep. if we start the next thing, it's sad to see Witten go. Yep. He's an awesome man. Yeah, he is. He's massive as well. He's absolutely massive. But he's been, what, 14, 15 years in the NFL? Yeah. So Most players don't get that, so... It's long career. A lot of Cowboys records are held by him now, like receiving yards and touchdowns. Not touchdowns, that's Dez's, I think. He, he was really good, and we're not sure. We've had a quick look at their depth chart, and aren't really sure who's going to step into the tight end role there. So There's definitely a vacancy. So if you're up for it, give him an email. Yeah. I, I don't have the body size to play tight end. <laughs> Um, we, maybe they'll pick someone up who knows yeah. who it. knows there is a college one as well isn't there Michigan somebody or others Wolves Michigan Wolverines. Wolverines yeah have you seen that one I haven't no me either I was speaking to one of the bar staff at work today and surprisingly found out they like American football and had seen both and apparently the Michigan one is better than Dallas alright oh, so something to look forward to the wife will be pleased yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> on maternity leave and yeah. just baby on the chest watching eight hours of all or nothing it doesn't sound too bad to me I'm pretty sure that's not how it's going to go down you should be so lucky sir. <laughs> right yeah well the big segment for today is our two favorites from each position now with Sparky starting his own business he has been on the grind consistently so I'm going to let him go first and then if he picks anyone I've got I'll do a little bit of covering by other picking other players it's only fair I would like to point out at this stage they're not really sleepers as much as players I would like to see play well. <laughs> Mainly because they haven't really been fit, or they're rookies, yeah, yeah. or a bit of both. <laughs> this is a bit of a throwback then to the one of the last episodes we did where Sparky, players Sparky hasn't seen play. This yeah. is just him reiterating that list. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's a very fair point. Uh, in So, as usual... In no particular order, apart from the list I have in front of me. Hang on, whoa, whoa, whoa. Do you want to do your players and my players from the same position? Yes. Okay. Yes, I do. Okay. Right. Well, you pick the position and we'll go for that. Right. I was absolutely robbed last year by losing OBJ after four weeks. Same old, same old. My team was so good and if I had everyone, it would have been different. Might have been. I did. I still nearly won. Nearly. Anyway, before you rudely interrupted, OBJ. Yes, sir. And T.Y. Hilton. Okay. With luck being back, it's like a new player. Well, he's probably... It'll make the... a massive difference. Yeah. So... Agreed. So there. That's what, it. What... What... Where... What... Who... Okay. That's OBJ. wide receiver. You want OBJ. Do you think he's going to be the best wide receiver in the league this year? I think he's got every chance. Agreed. Contract year? Yeah. Do you think Eli Manning can be better than last year? I think he has to be, quite frankly. He does, yeah. <laughs> and I think he would have to... <laughs> he would have to have an absolute shocker to be any worse. Well, he couldn't be worse. He'd just get dumped. Yeah, so... And the fact now they've got a running game... But will that then detract from OBJ? Uh, no, I don't think so. If you've got this beast, Saquon Barkley, who hasn't you made... You cannot make him run every single... No, no, play. no. But he's a three-down back who's going to get 400 touches, apparently throughout the season which means he can catch as well mm. so on catching plays you know well, it's just double threat it'd be even harder to mark these players out of the game no doubt but I think it might slightly detract from his stats his, his stats his he's also got to learn a new system under the new offensive coordinator true is that going to be tricky I mean he's obviously got a football mind got the most receptions 
in the first four years of any player ever. So he's yeah. he is you know he's cut for it. Yeah, he is. I would also he's not on my list, but if I got given the chance. I would take OBJ just because I think he is going to be an absolute monster this year. If Eli Manning can be anywhere near as good as he is, the Giants could go all the way. And I truly believe that now they've got the runner, Barkley, your boy Evan Ingram, Shepard. It's just it's locked down in every position. Their D's pretty good. I like that. T.Y. Hilton. Yeah, I just think that... You want to see Luck play, don't you? And you want to see yeah, Luck play. Yeah, that's, but that's the thing. Last year, he, he wasn't that great, but the Colts were rubbish. The, it, yeah. So... You just think like his draft position, he might be a little bit lower. People won't take him straight away, mm. especially if we don't know. You know, if say the uh, the preseason's done and Luck hasn't played, Oof. what do you do then? Yeah, but then you can't draft him. <laughs> well, you can, but you can't draft him to be your one or two. No, no, no. But and that's what could... I mean. But he could still, you know, Luck could roll up week three or whatever and be fine. We don't know. It's very close to the chest. It's very true. I don't know his ADP right now, T.Y. Hilton, and he is really good. I uh, doubt about that. Man's got skills, but if the team are struggling again, then... Uh, I mean, to be fair, if you're picking OBJ round one, obviously, um, and Hilton, you know, there is a bit of worry about luck, and then you pick, I don't know, you then go running back in round two, Hilton might drop to three, and you might be able to pick him there. So you might get both of your wide receivers, in, and if luck does then turn up, yeah. Or Hilton is there. Because, you know, don't forget, people look at the stats and stuff from last season as well. So everyone looks at Hilton and think, well, he was terrible last year. I'm not going to draft him. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I'm getting at. There is some kind of twisted logic to it all. <laughs> I admit I didn't think about it as hard as you have, but <laughs> there, there is some sort of well, rational thought yeah, well, in between the flies butting heads in the middle of my brain. <laughs> the monkey slapping his symbols yeah, together. That's well, it. we are here to back each other up. So I got you. I got you. <laughs> so you went for wide receivers. Yeah. So, I went for the other stud wide receiver. Obviously, Brown is Antonio Brown. But for me, any wide receiver, I'm going to pick Nuke. Hopkins is... He showed last year that he can play with any quarterback. And regardless of who he plays with, he will catch targets. And he can beat anybody. Would you say this list applies to the dynasty or just our normal league? Would you Uh, change it much? Possibly... I don't know. Yes, I would. In redraft, it depends where I get drafted, obviously. But let's say I was top five in each mm. in each re- in each league. So top five in dynasty, top five in redraft. In redraft, I'm taking a running back. I'm going to take it. If I'm top five, I'm taking a running back just because I believe that a running back on a good team will get you more points than a wide receiver. Will. I just okay. in PPR as well, like how we play. Yeah. That's that's how I think is the best way to go. Whereas mm. in dynasty. If I'm, you know, there's a good chance I'll take Nuke or OBJ number one or number two. If I'm top two, I'm taking a wide receiver. Yeah. Just because they are both so young and so good. That, and, yeah. So it does, it does a little bit. I think the order of players changes. The players don't change, just the order I'd take them in. Okay. Well, fine. Fair enough. So, yeah, my, so Hopkins, I, I think if he's got a full season with Deshaun Watson, who knows what the man can do. <laughs> Um, especially with the Texans defense, you know, if that can be back together as a fit unit for 16 games, they've yeah. got they've got a really good D. Back it up with we'll score as many points as you want. Not sure on the running back situation there either. They don't seem to really like Lamar Miller, Devonta Foreman. Is he going to be back from his Achilles injury? I've know. never seen a pro come back from an Achilles injury as bad as him and be the player they were. So whether he'll be, cause it was a rookie. Um, so whether he'll be the player they wanted, just don't know on that. 
and they just signed Alfred Blue. Well, re-signed Alfred Blue. Have to wait and see on that. And then my sleeper to wide receiver, purely because I feel like we needed one between the two of us, cool. is Jameson Crowder. Okay. Alex Smith's come in as his quarterback, who we know last season was reliable. He might not be the most exciting man. In a lot of mocks I've done recently, all three of the Washington receivers go pretty much right next to each other because nobody knows who's going to be the man. Yeah, I've got Crowder down as their number one just because he catches the most balls. So if you play in PPR, he's a good pick because yeah. he gets a point per reception, as everybody knows. And I think he's... He's got the out of the slot. He's got the best skills to break big plays as well. So those extra yards are going to help. And he goes late. You can get him like eight or nine. So if you're going to if you're going to go running back, running back, wide receiver, especially if you take a tight end in the first couple as well, Crowder could be there six, seven, eight, nine, and then you've got two running backs at tight end and two good wide receivers. It's drawing that line, isn't it? Do you take a tight one of the best tight ends early, or do you still stay with like you know if you needed a second wide receiver or running back? Yeah. Would you be? I would go for one of those and take a tight end late. So I drafted yesterday a quick. I, I drafted yesterday with one of the other guys from our league, and I'll just read my team out quickly because I took Saquon Barkley first. Yeah. OBJ was there, but I took Barkley purely because I wanted him. I wanted shares in him somewhere, so I took Barkley first. Yeah, and then there wasn't another good running back. That I thought, because Dalvin Cook was the pick before me, Dalvin Cook was available, and I didn't think he was going to go, and I thought if I can get Barkley and Cook in a PPR, yeah. I can then pick my little wide receivers up, and my RBs are stacked. Yeah. As it was, the guy I was drafting with took Cook. <laughs> uh. So then I went Keenan Allen, just because he was available. Yeah. Uh, then I took Larry Fitzgerald. Steady. Yeah. PPR, Card, another yeah. one. And, and then there was no good. running backs. There's, everybody went running back heavy and I got the wrong side of the line like you just say and I ended up with Royce Freeman the new Denver Broncos rookie now wouldn't have known who he was. he's on my list so we'll talk a little bit more about him but just just out of that I've got two rookies as my RB1 and 2 <laughs> this is really, that, again it's kind of all or nothing you don't know what, what they're going to do yeah and then later on I picked up Chris Thompson from Washington their third down catching back and Lamar Miller so I just said, though, is he going to be there? He was a steal. I think I got him in round 13. So he was basically free. For, yeah. a, for He could be an RB1. Like he could be their yeah. starting running back. So I might have lucked out there. But it just shows you, if you get the wrong side of the line and you're chasing positions... Was that just a mock or was that for real? No, that was for real. Oh, wow. That might yeah. be all right, though. If the rookies turn up, you'll be laughing. Yeah. That'd be wicked. I mean, Well, yeah, if Barkley and Freeman go off then... Yeah. And with Keenan Allen and... So yeah, like you say, the line. If you get, but then you should be able to adjust if you, if you've got enough knowledge and you know who you want. Other than you just right. If I don't get him, I'm scuppered. Yeah. Then you've got a plan. You've got to have a backup, and and then you've got to back up the backup. Exactly. You've got to wait eight, go eight or ten. Yeah. Picks. Yeah. And it's more than likely, like yesterday, everyone you want will go, and then you're sitting there with a minute and a half on the clock, thinking, "Oh my god, who do I want?" <laughs> and you're it. frantically searching names and. But Before you know it, you've got Adrian Peterson. <laughs> yeah. 2,000 yards, give it to me. No, he isn't even on the squad. Uh, I don't think you can claim your 2,000 yards out of him this year. Hey, I'm taking him number one. <laughs> right, should we move on? Curry, go. Right, my running backs. Drum roll. Yep. Barkley. Oh, Saquon Barkley, I like that. Yeah. It's not really a sleeper, it's quite obvious yep. he's going to play. Where, where, where do you think 
Where would you take him? He's obviously. Oh, I don't know. He's that, obviously that's purely situational. If I like. So let's say you're oh. drafting seventh or eighth. So you've got your top five yeah. running backs. So obviously Gurley, Bell, Zeke, David Johnson have gone. Well, he's my other pick. Okay, so let's just say he's gone for the sake of Barkley here. Then you've got Nuke, Brown, and OBJ. Yeah. So let's say you've got OBJ, Barkley, and Alvin Kamara available. Who would you pick? Well, and I haven't got anyone already. No, this is your first pick. My first pick. Well, we could take that out of the situation. Let's just say it's... Well, but- no, that, the thing is, that's a very difficult pick. Well, I had it yesterday, and I went Barkley over OBJ. Um, Because Barkley does everything, I'd probably just just take him. Yeah, good but, shout. You know, they're, they're all on... You know, they've all got their merits. They've all got their pluses. Like, you know, you compare the season. Like, if the Giants... You know, if Manning's rubbish, the Giants can have, could have a poor season. And then all of a sudden, you think... Well, the Saints tend to score a lot of points. I'm kind of mad turning down Kamara because yeah. you know he won't come around again. No, but Kamara can't do what he did last year. Why not? Because he only he had seven touches a game. On average, he set he averaged seven touches a game. <laughs> you don't score that many points on seven touches a game. Some of the stuff he broke was unreal. Um, he but will. He did, it. he did do it, but it's not going to happen. It's just not going to happen. Every right. week, I'd, he'll be good. Don't get me wrong; he will be good, but he's not going to be. Saints' offense is ridiculously good. Yeah, with Mark Ingram suspended as well for four games, he's going to get some games. Yeah, right. We've kind of covered that. Are we done with the running back thing? Or have you got more? Who yeah. was your second one, David Johnson? Yeah. Why David Johnson? Well, I didn't get to. I've seen him play from the all or nothing. Yep. And then I didn't get to see him play last year. Yeah. <laughs> cruelly had his whole season snuffed out in week one. Yeah, week one, like second drive of week one or something. <clears throat> That's just like all that work and it's gone. You know, oh, it's heartbreaking. He's come out this. And, yeah, he's come out as an instead. He wants a thousand of each receptions. Well, a thousand we've all heard that nonsense before. <laughs> yeah, but and it's like, I, you know, last year, you know, he was right up there. It's an interesting pick because no, I don't think anyone now knows where to take him because is he fully fit? Can he do it again? So you know, there's a few unknowns around the entire Cardinals offense. It should be better than last year. Mm. On paper, it should be a lot better than last year. Yep. But will they get it together? Will he have recovered sufficiently to be the man he was? So I think there's more chance of him being the man he was because of the type of injury. Okay. It's not a lower body injury, which is vastly important for a running back. Yeah. It's a wrist injury. Now, as long as they got the wrist set and healed, it should be as good as new. I don't know whether it was his carrying wrist or not, I don't know that. It's unusual for that that amount of time. Yeah, I, I think he could have come back earlier, but they didn't want to rush him back because they were in dire straits. The season's gone. So, well, so he should be the player he is. Yeah. I was, I've forgotten it was that injury, I thought it was something else. <laughs> Which tend, like You think season ending, I just think knee or ankle, yeah, and that's it. Straight Tendons up. And whatever. So, so what about him? Where, do you think you're gonna, where are you going to take him? Like, where do you think he uh, should well, go? No, no, hi. He should be higher than... You think he's a top three pick? I mean... Well, no, I think if the first round, he's going to go... I think he's going to go in the first round. If you've got oh, he's, eight... He, he you've will... got, if you've got eight, 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 eight players, he will go in the first round. Yeah. So, go on then. Give me... Just quickly rank your top five running backs. Oh, this is difficult. Well, yeah, it is. I don't have a brain. <laughs> um, but the problem with that 
mm. is this second season syndrome. Sophomore. Can, yeah, that. Can, because, you know, if you look at the stats from last year and you think, well, he's going to do it again. He's going to do it again. There's no reason why he can't do it again. And then, sure enough, they'll turn up and all be rubbish. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. No, yeah, agreed. Just do what I mean. But, you, you know, if you, who do you think's the best running back? I think I think Gurley's going to have the best year. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, okay. So, Gurley's one. Who's two? I don't know. <laughs> Come no, on, because it's this, it's this thing is old and new and where it all meets in the middle. Agreed. And I, I can't, I can't decide that. I would, it would, it would purely depend on. Oh, I don't know. No, I don't know. He doesn't know. No, I don't know because I find it hard to make decisions. <laughs> okay, so my top run, my top right. five running backs. Go on. Number one, Le'Veon Bell. Number two, Zeke Elliott. Number three, Todd Gurley. Number four, David Johnson. And then five's tricky. I really, really, really well. My stud running back this year is Dalvin Cook. As long as he's fit in the offense with Kirk Cousins, I, uh, I think he's going to be my fifth running back. I've probably missed someone. I mean, you've got Kamara um, and Hunt. I wrote that down wrong. Who's your number one? So Bell is my number one. Zeke is my number two. Yeah. Gurley is my number three. Yeah. Johnson is my number four. That's what I've missed out. And then Cook is my number five. Okay. If I had to rank those in order, yep. I would go with Gurley one. <laughs> this is this is what I mean. Like Zeke and Bell, I find if, if Zeke plays all year and doesn't defraud everyone and all that nonsense, yeah. get off that defraud train. <laughs> You've seen all or nothing. He wrecked my season, man. <laughs> he wrecked mine as well. He didn't turn up in the two games I played Stu. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I'm, I don't know how. Oh, I'm losing. Oh, I don't know. Let's go with. I'm going to go with Zeke at two. Good choice. Bell at three. The last two... Um, I mean, you've got Kamara, Hunt. Yeah. I would, four nets up there as well. Yeah, that's what I mean. I was more thinking about probably Hunt and then four net. Fair enough. As four, as four and five. Well, we should write these down as lists and then, you know, try and formulate some sort of rankings lists. But then you've got the added... Where's Barkley going to get in that? If he's fit and they're firing all season, he will probably be in there. Yeah. But it's very difficult to rank a rookie in the top five without seeing them yeah, play. Yeah, of course. I mean, but so, there's so much hype around him. There are massive hype. My running backs are Dalvin Cook, yeah, who I think I've just told you he's in my top five running backs. Could, yeah, that's he's not, it's understandable. He's unreal, and I think if he's fit in the Vikings' offense, all systems go. Tag him and bag him. Jobs are good, and and then my sort of. Sleeper, I suppose, is Royce Freeman of the Broncos. Now, I mentioned him earlier as one that I drafted him yesterday. I've never even heard of him. <laughs> Came out of Oregon State, I think it might be Ohio. Yeah, I think it's Oregon. Uh, set the college record for rushing wherever he came from. He's a true three-down back. Devonta Booker's there. He's not really good enough to trouble him. He's only going to be the third down back, if anything. CJ Anderson's gone. He went for 1,000 yards last season. They've now got Case Keenum, so they don't have to rely on Brock Osweiler or Trevor Simeon. Mm -hmm. I think the offense will be better, and Royce Freeman could be a draft steal. If he ends up as a running back one, and you take him sort of late rounds, eight or nine, I'm talking here, he might go earlier. But I think him and Rashad Penny for the Seahawks as well. The Seahawks offensive line might as well be Stonehenge because they don't move and don't offer him any support. But he's a three down back. They don't have anyone else. So Rashad Penny is also a little sleeper there for you guys. 
Might as well. Where are you going next? I tight ends next. Go on then. Hit me with your tight end. That's probably awful audio, but came to me like a dream. Worrying. <laughs> Who's your tight end? Trey. Trey Burton. Yep, we've talked about him before. So is he like the tight end you're going after? Why would I tell you that? Well, it's, it's all no, relevant. It's after our conversation earlier. Mm-hmm. Because we did talk about this before a bit, because I was struggling with a second, thinking it's obvious to go for the big three if they're there, but then, as we say... But then where's take... there? Like, when do you take them? Yeah. When's too early for Gronk? When's too early for Kelsey? Well, he, I think he went in three in our thing last year, yeah. thanks to Stuart's weird obsession with him. So he normally goes high, yeah. two or three. His ADP at the moment is high three, I think, just because of his retirement worry and stuff like that. Yeah, can take him in three. Uh, is three too high? I mean, for me, I wouldn't. I don't take a tight end there. If he fell to four... The thing is, though, we consistently prove when we mock draft mm. that we go wide receivers and running backs Yep, all the way, and then we can still end up... It doesn't matter what you do there, you can still end up with a wicked team uh, and... Yep all the confidence in the world in your quarterback and tight ends that you take later on. Later yeah. on. And I don't see that changing. Even, it, it's just, uh, if, say if Kelsey was there or something, in three, but then, you know, you're still going to have opportunities, surely, mm. at three, unless you've got a massive league. Yeah. You're still going to get, like, deeper receiver twos and running back twos there. Definitely. I think, you know, if Gronk's there, three or four, Brandon Cooks is gone, Amandola's gone, it's now Edelman and Gronk. If Gronk plays 16 games, doesn't get stuck on a ridiculous reception number and score a big fat duck because he likes the number, he could score you as good as any wide receiver every week. So if he's there three or four, I would be tempted. I don't think he will be, just because people love him. Yeah. Trey Burton. Trey Burton's ADP at the moment is 168th. It's a little stat I remembered. That is... It's going to go up. You, it will go up. But at the moment, if you're going to draft now, draft early, you're talking round 10, round 12. Exactly. Uh, I picked him I've already had my pick of who I want within reason. Yeah. Where where would the highest be? Like, Say you've got two or three... Say you got to round seven, you've got three running backs, three wide receivers you really like, and Trey Burton's there. Would you take him then? Uh, good question. Uh, do you know what? It would... No, well, it depends on what else is there, because at that point, I don't have a QB, I don't have a... Well, I wouldn't get to say DST then, but... <laughs> I, say, I might take a kicker, just to do what Stuart did. Greg the but, leg. Yeah, yeah. if Greg's there, God, I'd be tempted. But if if the top QBs had gone, mm-hmm. then I'd be looking down the list for them, so I might take him. But, again, if there was still... Decent wide receiver twos knocking about. Yep. I'd probably take them and stack them. I don't see anything wrong with that, knowing he'll probably won't go. And even if he does go, I'm still looking at uh, Kittle, and I'm still looking at uh, Evan Ingram. He yeah. might go a little bit higher this year because everyone's like nursing an erection about the Giants. <laughs> Whoa, offense. that's not safe for work, man. <laughs> it is. Oh dear. So he might go up a little higher this year, I think, but. Nah, it's all good. I've got options there. I like I'm confident it. in my options. Now I've just told you them all and you're probably just writing all this down right no, now. Do you want to borrow this pen just so you make some notes? Nope. So my tight end is Zach Ertz. If you're going to go after the big one, go after him. Yeah. Worries about Gronk. Fitness worries, yeah. Yeah. Actually. Also, is he fully committed? There's also Travis Kelsey. He's got his new quarterback now with Pat Mahomes. What's going to happen there? Yeah, interesting call. I mean, Kelsey... 
it doesn't block, it just catches. Mahomes is a gunslinger. They've obviously valued him by getting because they got rid of Alex Smith. Kelsey could be there, but I think Ertz, if you can get Ertz six or seven, if he was to fall that far, it's an absolute steal. Yeah, you'd be mad not to, wouldn't you? Carson Wentz should be back fit and healthy. <clears throat> Excuse me. I love it. Um, I had him last year. I did trade him for Gronk towards the end of the season, but it was tit for tat points-wise, and I did it so I could get Antonio Brown... And it, it worked out pretty almost well. perfectly. Yeah. My second tight end I've got down here is Trey Burton. Now, we've just been over him. Everybody seems to think he's going to be good this year in the fantasy world. I should pick another one. As you mentioned, George Kittle. My sort of tight end real sleeper is Vance McDonald for the Steelers. Now, we all know that the Steelers' offense is fire. Todd Haley's out the door to the Browns. Should open up a bit more of a faster offense. Vance McDonald had a really good playoffs last year. Um, I really like him. I was going to add earlier, yep. when I was struggling with my list a little bit, mm-hmm. I have a slight concern over the Steelers' offense in that Big Ben decline, age. Yeah, maybe. Um, that was kind of why I was stuttering a bit with the, the... You know, it's easy to say, Bell, especially running, it doesn't so so much matter. Yeah. You know, you don't really have to worry about the performance of your quarterback. If he's playing rubbish, he's going to get more ball. But Yes. Um, if no. he's throwing picks, we uh, <laughs> won't be seeing much of it. No. Uh, and he did he throw five, threw five in a game last year, didn't he? Yeah, that was a shocker. But, you uh, know, he did bounce, to be fair. Yeah. He was brilliant after that. Um, Another tight end. No, you, you know, I just thought I'd throw it out there and say... Yeah, yeah, no, is it, agreed. Is it absolutely taken for granted that he'll be this consistent, you know... Performer, Who you know, knows? he point scoring. It wasn't that hot, was he? No, Big Ben. No, no, no. His players score more than he does. Another tight end you could sort of have a little go on is Delaney Walker for the Tennessee Titans. Now That's I not think a shout, yeah. he's good for eight hundred yards. They've got rid of Eric Decker, their red zone threat. You know, he he's he'd probably be a little plug and play consistent, even if he just scores you ten points a week, keep you ticking over at that position. Oh, it's having a m- m- is it Doyle? Who's at the Colts? Yeah, Doyle, but they've also just signed uh, signed signed. <laughs> the Doyle came out and made me Irish. Yeah, uh, they signed. Uh, what's his name? Eric Ebron from the Lions. So I'm not sure where oh. the sh- where the share's going to go there. Who's going to no, be? Fair enough. No, I was just thinking on the lines of uh, them going well. With uh, again, you think like 49ers, they're going well. We get Kittle, yeah, we'll probably see a lot. Same with Lux back, and he's like loving life and living the dream. Yeah, and they do like two tight ends out there in Colts land. Where is it, Indianapolis? Indianapolis. <laughs> that. So there. yeah, and that's not a bad fair shout. Enough. All right, fair enough. Should we talk about your DSTs? My DST. Yeah, let's go with yours first. You do okay. one and rip me to pieces. So, so let's see what you got? Because <laughs> no, I know who yours are. Well, one of them. So I am a huge fan of the Chargers this year. I think... Yeah, I was going to ask why, because you think they're going to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. I genuinely think... you money on that? Are you I, that confident? I could do. Uh, I, I don't imagine their odds are low. I like... I, they've picked up five defensive players, I think, in their first five picks of the draft this year. Really shored it up. They've already got two of the best pass rushers, two of the best corners in the league. Their, t- their offence, Keenan Allen stays healthy. I have a question. Yes. You draft a rookie QB. Mm-hmm. Most times he doesn't play that year. Or two or three years. Yep. When you draft running backs, they're normally fresh blood straight in. Yep. Give or take. What about defensive players on, as a whole? Is it do they spend a year or two being understudies, or are they generally, if they're big enough, they're going to play? If they're, I think it's more the fact we've drafted you high because we think you're good. You're sort of going in. 
I know and that get better the more you play as yeah, well. Defensive line, pass rushers, they go straight in because they tend to go you know, really high in the draft. They go straight in. I'm not sure about cornerbacks uh, or safeties. I was just going to say that. I imagine safeties have a little while to learn their craft purely because they have so many jobs to do. You know, pass rush, drop back, double cover, that sort of yeah. thing. Learning the, the systems. Yeah, exactly that. So I think good cornerbacks probably go straight in, especially in Matt teams that play a lot of man you stick a new cornerback in and just say follow that bloke and if he's better than him he's, he's going to do really well in that system Fair enough. yeah so I don't know about that but I'm really high on the Chargers this year I really really like their what they've done in the draft you think they'll do better than the Bears yeah I think I do I think the Bears are going to have a really good season and they got a sneaky good D as well they're not my other pick but I just think the Chargers have got everything in the right position at the moment to... and you think Rivers is the man He's good. He is good enough. He's. If we talk about him in a minute, I had him for about half of my last season, yeah. and he did be pretty well. Yeah, he's obviously not not the point scorer in fantasy terms of uh, of the big of the big guys, but yeah. he did pretty well. Yeah, he's really. I had him good. at the right time because they they were very hot and cold though. Yeah, the second half. If you had him and Keenan Allen, then you won everything. I think they'll go really well. And then my second one is the Vikings. Now, last year their D was locked down. Pretty much stopped everybody. And then they've added a inside linebacker of serious quality in the free agency. So their already good D got all lot better. And I you can't pass, I just can't see how you'd pass on that at all. Okay, fair shout. Hit me with yours. Right, I've got I've written down three. Oh. All, no, all because yeah, they're all rubbish. Yeah, <laughs> no, of course. They're close. Right, you've got to start at the Rams, right? Yes. Now. They're the best defensive player. Yep. It didn't really concede that many points. Hasn't reported for spring training. Sorry? Hasn't reported for OTAs. What a lad. But, you know, they made some quality additions. You yeah. cannot deny. Yeah. So, on paper, at least, whether they play well as a team, on paper, mm. they're absolutely incredible. Uh, for sure. Like, they should be shutting out everyone. Yep. They, you know, <laughs> P- Peters and Tlaib now, their corners. Exactly. And Dominic and Sue and Aaron Donald in the line. Yeah. They are going to have to switch from a 4-3 to a 3-4, but I don't think that will really trouble anyone. You think with the amount of professionals they have there, they'll be able to manage that? Yes, yeah. Right. The second, you know, the Jags. Question. Yeah. Question. Let's just say there's 22 rounds in a draft. Yeah. Uh, are you going to take a kicker last? Is that... I haven't thought that far ahead. Okay, so let's if say... If Greg the Leg was there, let's say there's round one. No, no he no, will no. be there in round one. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's right. say there's four rounds left. Four rounds left. Four rounds left. So you've got two bench spots, and I'm presuming a kicker in DST. Yeah. Would you take a DST then? Say the Rams are there. Yeah, I'd take them, I think. You'd take them with four to go. Probably. If yeah. no DSTs had gone, would you risk another round? Yeah, probably. If, if Especially if there's a good kicker left. Yeah. Yeah. It's, that. it's just... You've got... A, you can, it's easy to say it now, but you've just got to assess it of what's in front of you. Absolutely. What you have, what you need, and uh, what you think you can, say, yeah. leave one. And like I say, I've got three written down here, and I could probably... The only one, I say, Jake's had a very young D, and they were really good last year. And I think they'll only get better this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's every argument to take them, uh, you know... They'll go first. Well, yeah, and the thing is... It would not surprise me if they go... Someone will take them in the eighth round, just to fill their starting... People, especially in our league, some melt would. <laughs> yeah, six, some melt eight, would, Stuart. <laughs> he will do that. Well, yeah, they, they. I think we've got 11, 12 starters now. So, in order to fill you, they could go in round 12. Yeah. 
And then is that going to shock people into thinking, oh my lord, the defences are going, <laughs> and will there be a DST run like sort of 12 and 13? I mean, I'm more for it. If you want to take a DST, then you crack on, lads, because I'm going to feel, I'm just going to, you know, like yeah. Zeke, keep feeding yeah. me, because I'm going to take players that you should have taken, and yeah. then, you know, pick up the charges. Or... I definitely think our draft has to be done live on the Twitter feed. That'd be funny. Yeah, definitely. Well, we can do that. Right, so that's my, so I've got the young, you know, the Rams on paper, adding good players, should be even better, and they were really good last year. Jags. Well, the young... Jags one of your three? Yeah. Okay. Jags. I know I got three, he said two. But no, that's fine. It suddenly occurred to me that they were really, really good last year and only just run out of steam defending against the Patriots. They almost kept him out. You well, know. they should have. They should have. They should have. Miles Jack should have yes, had a ball up the line. There you are. So they were, it was a bit harsh and all the rest of it. That might be my next jersey. Miles Jack, 44. Jack's jersey. Their new ones are yeah. fire yeah. as well. Yeah, really good. <laughs> um, and then from watching All or Nothing. Oh, the Cowboys. Yeah. Uh, they're not very good. <laughs> they're going to be better. Okay. They they'll be all right. I think if I, and if I had, you know, if I'd lost all the big ones, they're probably the one I'd probably take lower down, the, well, slightly lower down. Over the Chicago? Uh, no. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. But I thought I'd write it down because uh, after watching and seeing the difference like one player makes to an yeah. entire defensive unit, if I know Lee is starting and, you know, they're not playing uh, the Saints, the Vikings... I'd, yeah, probably, if the, if, if I'd you, probably throw them in there and just plug and play them. Like on a bye week, let's say, for instance, let's just say you've got the Rams, but on their bye week, the Cowboys are playing the Browns. <laughs> you could quite easily stream their D, yeah. and it would be a great manoeuvre. I don't know if that is how the bye weeks have worked out or anything like that. So there we go. I suppose we better move on to the marquee position. Well, unless you have neither any. are mine sleepers. Uh, mm, I don't think... See, the trouble with the quarterback position is, can you pick a sleeper? No, all I would probably say is you could probably... If you've got the space in your bench, you could draft one and yeah, hope so, they're going to sort of turn up or play. Or Yeah, you could take a speculative ad. Like If you think you've got a really good bench and you've got a spot left, you could pick up a Baker Mayfield or a Josh Yeah, Rosen. I was just going to say, of the, of the QBs that went in the first round of the draft, they're probably worth having if you've got the space on your bench. Because they, they, they may well play anyway. Mm-hmm. We don't know. And even if they don't or they come in because there's pressure on the starter or there's an injury they're going to be probably the best of the rest in terms of what you bring in yep not that many you know not many sides now have a legitimate qb2 no very few very few so of the let's just bypass not a little segue here to the rookie qbs of the rookie qbs drafted i don't don't know what they're called i can't remember all their names well, who would you who who do you think's got the best shot of playing first? All right, let's write them down first. All right, so you got, all the names. You got Mayfield at, at the Browns. Will Tyrod Taylor? Will we start many games? Mm. Who knows? Yeah, I think Taylor would start. I think I think Tyrod. They want to give Mayfield a year. Yeah, uh, that's he, it. He is NFL ready, but the more time you have practicing reps with a proper squad, the better he's going to be. So you got Mayfield at the, at the Browns. Then you got Rosen. Well, if they, but if, you know. And in, in on the flip side of it, if they play half half the season, eight weeks in, and they haven't won a game, there will be loads of pressure. Oh, they'll throw him in to play him. They'll throw him in if they've lost. I reckon if they've lost the first five, yeah, Mayfield's going in. I would be not. That wouldn't surprise me in the least. I think even if Taylor were playing well, and you go well. Yeah, if he's playing well and they've like, lost, the Browns yeah. are not going to want to go zero and sixteen again. So they're going to try and stop that as quick as possible. Right. Mayfield's going in. I think the over under on that. Is I uh, I don't know what do you think I think six and a half games do you think do you think the over say the mark six and a half do you think 
Tyrod plays more or less than six and a half games. I'm going to say less. I'm saying less. No, I think more. Okay. Think more well, write it down. Write write by Mayfield over <laughs> under six point five. So just write OU six point five, and then you're yeah, yeah, and then I'm under, you're over. Yeah. Um, and then you've got Rosen. Rosen at the Cardinals. Now, there's a good chance he will play this season without a shadow of a doubt because, unfortunately, as good as Sam Bradford is, his nickname is Sammy Biscuits, and that is because he's made of ginger snaps. Yeah, I, I'd like to see him play as well. He, he's also <laughs> NFL-ready, and he's got a good t- side around him. And he's Before got, we started this, I was he was the only name I would shout as, like, I would... I would probably look to try and take him anyway okay. for the bench. Yeah, no. As a, you know. Interesting. I like that. We got one. So, over-under on him. Just depends on Biscuits. I don't even know if it does. I think if he's ready. I think eight games on that. I will say eight and a half because then you can you can pick eight or nine games. I, I'm saying under. I think he'll play. Um, you, think he, you think Sam Bradford? If Sam Bradford is fit, do you think he'll play all year? I think it's performance-based. Absolutely. But I don't think they're... They're in a bit of limbo, aren't they? They've uh, Palmer's gone. Arians is gone. Yeah, it's up for grabs, isn't it? You got to prove you got to prove your worth again. It's not just a given that he'll walk in and just play, yeah. and play and play and play. You know, if they go oh and six, there's going to be questions. Oh, he's, he's straight in again, like and especially when Rosen's there. If they didn't have anyone else, then they're just going to carry on. But he's there. <laughs> yeah, they do have someone else. Maybe Blaine Gabbert. He's obviously not. He's only a backup just in case of injury. Gang Green signed. Ooh, Sam Darnold. Jets, the Jets signed Sam Darnold now out of USC. Everybody thought he was going to go number one to the Browns. Have the Jets got the steal of the draft, taking him at three? Who knows? Josh McCowan's there. If you know he didn't get injured last year, he was played pretty well. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. And the Jets did score. They scored well. They scored well. Their D wasn't that good. Darnold could go. I think Darnold could play. I, I over under on that. He's purely training camp. I mean, if if he lights it up in training camp, he could be week one. You reckon? Yeah. Just because they need they need someone to turn up and be the messiah almost and drag them out of the doldrums. Yeah, I guess they're looking for that. He's our guy. We need a franchise. Fran- uh, franchise. Franchise. Fran- franchise. Franchise. Yeah. He'll play. He will yeah, definitely play. He'll play. Yeah. Josh Allen at the Bills. Now everybody thought he might go one to the Browns as well he fell purely because people don't think he's as good as everybody else he's got the fastest recorded fingertip speed ever coming out of college so the guy can sling it everyone saw him throw 80 yards in the combine <laughs> it's just so oh, far smashing that. I'm not even sure I've got a 30 yard on me that's mad isn't it it's so far it's, it is lightning far but he'll play just because they don't have anyone else I was just going to say who's at the Bills there's no, there's no Taylor no what's his face Nathan Peterman and oh. then they signed AJ McCarron from the Brown Bills, no Bengals. Bengals. Yeah, <laughs> and he was currently, you know, they've said they're going to fight for the starting position, but I imagine Josh Allen will come out with the job purely because they moved up in the draft, spent so capital. So they can just play Hail Marys every every play. Yeah, but then you just go three, four deep, and <laughs> as we've both seen on Madden, the chance of catching a Hail Mary is. I've never done it. No, me either. I've I've picked two, two seasons now. I've been playing properly. 17 and 18, don't think I've caught one Hail Mary. No, it's a joke. The players as a whole is a joke. You're only saying that because I beat you the other day. No, no, you you did technically beat me in the first half. It was absolute... You were never coming back from that. Pants pulling down is what it was, <laughs> Rush Nation. First time in my Madden career I got absolutely annihilated. It wasn't fun. It wasn't enough. Anyway, um, yeah, so Alan will definitely play. And then... Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson. For, come on, who drafted Lamar Jackson? Oh, I'm still writing down my notes. Uh, 
Car! Car! No, I don't know. Ravens. Um, now, Joe Flacco Did is... They? Yeah, they dra- last they moved into the last pick of the first round, with, traded with the Eagles, and picked up Lamar Jackson. Oh, now, Joe Flacco is still their quarterback one, don't get me wrong, but yeah. he he's in decline. They still like him there. But apparently he hasn't messaged Lamar Jackson at all to say welcome to the franchise. He Ooh. has not mentioned, he hasn't done, so Joe Flacco loves the media. He hasn't done a single interview since the draft. How old is he? He's old. Is he thinking about retiring? It'll be next year probably, will be, this could be his last year. Uh-huh. But it would not surprise me if Lamar Jackson lights it up in OTAs, in summer training, and then the pre-season. And they just turn around and say, well, do you know what, Joe? Thanks, but this boy is... Well, if he does his college production, then hold on to your hats. If I was going to take a speculative ad on any of the five to play, he's the man. Okay. Just because I think he offers the most. That's my two pence worth, anyway. So with that in mind, would you look to pick up some uh, some Ravens players, even for your bench? Possibly. For your depth and your, your hope and your... Glory. <laughs> well, yeah, but ultimately... Even if you can't fit them in your side, you've then got something to trade with if they start playing well. Yeah, absolutely. Trade bait. I love a bit of trade bait. Yeah, it worked well for me last year. Yeah, absolutely. I recovered the absolute disaster. Of a... <laughs> I didn't even know I had a disaster of a draft until about four weeks in, and then I decided to go for it. Yeah. It worked out quite well. Yeah. Top four? Yeah. Something like so, that. Yeah, Raven's not a bad shout. They like it. So with that, you know, with that segue gone, Yeah. who are your two quarterbacks that aren't sleepers? Deshaun. Watson, yet. Yeah. Wentz done if he's there you take him simple as that and I would take Wentz over Deshaun just and only uh, just I think it's but preference based I think totally I think do you know what if they if there was a sure enough guarantee that the Texans D and their O-line all fit everyone's there I'd probably take him <laughs> just yeah no I know do you see what I mean I think I think it's but it's going to be close and I think they'll both do well this year if they stay fit and their knees hold up yeah I don't think I don't think you can pick between them. I think it's preferential and who you like more. And like I say, I would probably just about take Rosen as my yeah, no, bench, I like it. my backup. I like it. I didn't even think about Jackson to be honest. The others have all got on paper to me. Well, Darnold might might get a bit of game. Yeah, but the others seem to have a little bit more. Not not guaranteed to start. No. And it, the other thing is as well is when you do the draft. If you do the draft before the preseason, you're not going to know any of this. No. And I don't know when is the last. Can you do the draft literally the night before we won? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you can. Yeah. You could yeah. wait till then. And you... that, that is fine, guys. I wouldn't recommend drafting the day before week one, but as close to week one as possible gives you the best outlook. It is quite fun sometimes to draft now or, you know, in a couple of months just because then people are scrambling on the waivers before the season's even started. So it can, it. It can be quite good fun. Um, everybody who listens to this podcast knows that I don't draft quarterbacks early. It's just not my remit. So with that, with that in mind, my two quarterbacks are Philip Rivers. We <laughs> talked about the Chargers earlier. Now you can get Phil sort of twelve, thirty, around twelve and thirteen. Yeah, I think I got the waivers last year. Yeah, um, I'm expecting big things from the Chargers. Like I said earlier, he is. Could this be his last year? Mm, so they haven't. Not, not that I'm aware of. They haven't drafted anyone to replace him yet. I think he's probably got one or two more years. They might well look... I mean, if they win the Super Bowl, they get the 32nd pick. So they'll have to give up some draft capital to move up to pick a quarterback next year. With that in mind, maybe they might trade for one of these new guns who's just come in and might not necessarily have a good season. And then the Chargers might say, well, come play for us, see if that works out sort of thingy. 
And then my second quarterback is Marcus Mariota. Now I'm expecting a bounce back from the chart. Titans, sorry, this year. I really like Corey Davis. I could have had him as my sleeper wide receiver, but I didn't want to have him as well as having another Titan. And as I wrote quarterback first, Mariota made the list. Now, he's rushing. He can rush. The boy's got legs. We all know that rushing QBs are a bit cheating, just points ways because you can't can't beat it. You're both both your guys rush. That helps. Yeah, I think for PPR, you've got to take him. (laughs) Any, Any of those, any of the runners... Um, and I love Mariota this year. I've drafted him already. I've drafted them both already in the same league, which I really like. And I just, yeah, there's going to be someone available and pick them up late. Just fill your rosters with people you like. That's my. But then if you do want to pick Rogers in the fourth or Brady or whatever, that's completely up to you. It's just not the way we choose to do things. No. We are different. Yeah. I mean, if Rogers is there in five... I may well take him. I said four last year and you sniped me, so I'm saying five this year and I'm going to take him in four just, just so I can throw you off my scent. But, man, what a show. We smashed it. It's It's been very thought-provoking. Yeah. It's I been good to be back that. in the hot seat. Yeah. I, we've been it's away for a long time. NFL for a while. Yeah. Get your brain back in gear. Absolutely. I've realised I've forgotten a lot of things. Well, now we're back in it. It'll come back. I've loved it. I've. It's been really good again. Yeah, that's been great. So that's that's pretty much us for this week, guys. Don't forget to find us on Instagram and Twitter. It's at Five Yard Rush. If you've got any ideas for our combine, please let us know. Yeah, yeah, hit us up. Just we'll probably put some pictures up and stuff of us mucking about. Yeah, we don't want any sack race ideas or, or rubbish like that. But anything combine related that isn't, you know, we've got all body types in our in our league. So we don't want just pure speed based because that's you know it's not fair on the the taller guys in our group and so forth so any ideas would be muchly appreciated <laughs> and if not just wish us luck it's in what, two weeks yeah June 10th so <laughs> might even you know we could Instagram live it or do a story or tweet some stuff pictures we'll take, do something. take the tripod and just have a laugh so I don't know, that's us we're done yeah sweet so, it's been great yeah until I suppose next week we're back next week yeah we'll try and do something yeah, so until the next time you hear our silky tones on the podcast, yeah, where you can find us. So Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, and Podbean. Nah. That's where we're at. Look yeah. us up. Just good fun. Just listen. You might enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you've got this far and you've listened, you're probably enjoying it. So we thank you very much. Yeah. So until next week, guys, it's been fun. Yep. Cheers. Cheers, guys. See you later. Keep rushing. HIV is still an issue in Montgomery County. The more open we're able to talk about HIV, we treat it like any other health prevention. PrEP stands for pre-exposure prophylaxis. People who are not HIV positive who may be at high risk for contracting the disease. This is a good choice for you. It's just a way for you to sort of take control and say, I'm going to do this to protect myself. Do it for them. Do it for you, Montgomery County. Learn more about PrEP, the HIV prevention medication. Visit doitforyoumc.org. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. 
Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.